You're listening to Grown and Sexy with Ayana Mahalia Dean. I want to say thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me to be able to share in this space. So many people have reached out to me about the most recent episode. I had a few good laughs too. My friend Charlene, she sent me the most hilarious voice notes about her egg-sniffing habits. And so many people identified with my airport story. Maybe it really is a Jamaican thing. By the way, I notice you're listening from all over the world. Of course, here in Jamaica, and I see my Caribbean peeps in Cayman, Trinidad, and the BVI. Thank you for listening in the US and Canada, Germany, the UK. I even have a friend who listens from Morocco. But I was really surprised to see I have listeners in Kuwait, South Korea, Australia, 13 countries across the world. Thank you so much. Some of you spent some time in deep thought and a few of you shared those thoughts with me and that means the most. Thank you for leaving a rating and a review wherever you can. Your kind thoughts really help to remind me why I want to do this in the first place. I want to say a special thank you to Ruthie. Girl, you have been listening to the two episodes on repeat. Thank you for sharing with your friends. I'm just so grateful. If you haven't already followed the Instagram page, you can follow at Grown and Sexy Podcast. I always leave a question sticker on my Instagram stories to keep the conversation going. If you want to message me privately, you can leave me a DM or you can drop me a line at grownandsexycast at gmail.com. This episode has been difficult to record. I've been working through it for a little while, but I haven't been able to language it until now. This conversation is new in many ways. The realizations are fresh in my mind and I can feel my chest aching as I speak. I don't know if I'm ready, but I know I must do this. I know I can do hard things. I want to tell the truth because I hope it creates space for those who need it most. I need it most. I am not your strong friend. I feel triggered by that rhetoric strong friend. There's been a lot of talk on social media. Everywhere you turn, you hear, check on your strong friend. What does that mean? What does that even look like? If she's like me, she is fine. She'll never need anything. Your strong friend is someone who's had to face a great deal of hurt, who never seems phased or bothered by the detriment of any situation. She moves through it with poise, and she always has space for you. She extends herself without you asking. She thinks ahead of your needs. There are many instances in your life you may think, how would I have ever done this without her? You often feel like you will never be able to return what this person has given to you. If you don't have a friend like that, strong friend is you. I publicly relinquish this title. I can't be her anymore. Let me explain. I have a really high bounce back rate. I can never remember a time in my life where I could stay mad at anything or anyone. Something must have happened. I'm just not sure what or when, but something happened and I decided staying in my feelings hurts too much. So think ahead, Ayana. What does the resolution look like? You can skip the feeling altogether. I skip to the processing, the brain work. When I said I want to live in my body instead of in my mind, this is what I meant. 
feelings live in the body. Your heart races, your stomach turns, your palms sweat, and me, my chest aches. I have never liked it here. For years, I taught myself to suck it up, grin and bear it. I'm very good at it. So good, I'm impenetrable. In times of distress, I start a discourse in my mind. I explain to myself what happened, what I feel. I account for the time I lose if I continue to feel this way. I account for the energy tax. I say to myself, this won't matter in a few hours or a few days at some point. And then I skip to some point and get on with my day. This is where the idea of strength comes from. Unbreakable Ayana. Recently, I had a painful realization. All this strength is characterized by how much abuse, abandonment, disrespect, neglect, overwork, overwhelm I am able to endure. If people keep saying, wow, how do you do that? I could never handle it as well as you. Chances are it is as unbelievable as they say, and you shouldn't be handling it alone. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure other people reason away feelings when the immediate expression might not be appropriate. There's absolutely a time and place for everything. This conversation is not about that. What I'm able to do in a moment is an important skill to navigate the world. It's what stops me from cursing the food service attendant when I am hungry. I can reason away the frustrations that come with hunger. I will feel better once I've had some food. I do it on purpose, hoping not to be inconsiderate to this other person whose state of mind I cannot account for. This conversation is not about that. It's about suppression on steroids. This last year, I became a mom. My son's birth was especially challenging for our family. That's another story for another day, but I like to think that was my beginning. If not for any other reason, I want to feel everything for him. I am learning some of the traits I thought were strengths of my character started out as a response to trauma, and they were the right responses at the time. My mind and body did what was needed to keep me safe and sane. The caveat, I have become hypervigilant. The threat passes, but I keep repeating my preferred trauma response to protect myself from possible harm. I went to college for like two days, and my oral communications professor used to say, repetition deepens impressions. She said it so much, I never forgot, and it's true. My go-to coping mechanism is to understand what happened in, in my mind. Hurting that can be explained does not hurt. You know the way you know your way home without thinking, and you can touch your elbow or your little toe even in the dark because you know where they are? That's how it happens for me. Like clockwork, I have been able to lock away hurtful things as easy as it is for me to blink or breathe air. I used to think it made me incredible. But now, it just makes me sad. When suppression turns into repression, so much of how you operate is running so far in the background, you couldn't possibly be alert to the process. And as I've done what I needed to protect myself, all the feelings are boxed away somewhere. The question is, what happens to them? What happens when they surface? Maybe they'll seep in slowly. Maybe they'll come crashing. 
It doesn't matter when the ball breaks, but it breaks. I am not your strong friend. As I'm recovering from that idea of myself, I feel so much grief for the person I was. I grieve the way I abused, abandoned, disrespected, neglected, overworked, and overwhelmed me. The person you knew, that's not who I want to be. For my own healing, I can't be the way you're used to, and I grieve your loss as well. In our conversation, my husband asked me, how have I been this way to you for so long? The answer is, it's not about you. I wasn't your strong friend because you've been misusing me. I have been misleading you. If there was a time you weren't able to show up for me, there's a high possibility I never let you. You asked and I was fine. You asked another time. I didn't need anything. You stopped asking. I did need you. I just didn't know how to need you. I am grateful to my husband who sits with me through my self-discovery, helping me to create the space to see this for myself. I'm grateful for the friends I've kept and the friends I've lost as I explore more of what I need and what I am willing to give. I am grateful to my therapist for her couch and her listening air and the challenging exercise of seeing myself. Having some version of this conversation with them gave me the courage to have it with you. And I gave me the courage to accept that I am allowed to be soft. I am allowed to need comfort. I am allowed to worry. I am allowed to express my fears without fear. I stay hurt when I wait for permission to fail. I don't ever betray myself by needing a moment to work through my feelings. I betray myself when I refuse to take the time I need to recover from hurtful situations. I guess that's all I really wanted to say. If you've listened until now, this has been Grown and Sexy with Ayana Mahalia Dean. If you feel at all that any of this resonates with you, I hope knowing you aren't alone brings you some comfort. If you've felt this way and were never able to put words to your thoughts, you can borrow mine. It's always so good talking with you. Some conversations are harder than others. Growing pains, I guess. Thank you for listening and like my friend Monique always says, be kind to you. We'll talk soon.